Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh, and hello to the cosmos. So today we're going to be doing a little bit of surfing outside of the body. We're going to be surfing what I'm calling surfing the Neptune waves. Uh, in this show, we're going to be traveling out to Neptune, that far off planet, to check out uh, what it's like out there. What does it feel like? Uh, what kind of uh, healing uh pieces sort of happen on Neptune, um, what kind of information you might have left on your, left uh, for yourself out on Neptune in other meditations from other times uh, that you might have done meditations uh, in the past. We have done them on this show, but you could have done it other lifetimes. So this show might be quiet or loud for you. Uh, you kind of don't know how Neptune's going to show up. Uh, it's kind of different every time, but there's lots of Neptunian gifts, and uh, hopefully uh, this will help some of the creators out there. So we're going to be re getting reacquainted with Neptune, and you could tell by uh, my voice and my speech that it's a little bit, um, makes you a little shy. And uh, we've been surfing these waves for a long time now, so uh, I should not be shy, but it kind of makes you a little shy. There's a little bit of vulnerability with Neptune. So in our out-of-body meditation today, we're going to sort of get into that thing of uh, how uh, deeply sensitive types out there um, might be aware of planets or constellations or things that jump out at you uh, when you're looking at your own astrology chart. And we're going to use all of that today. And so some of you might be aware of the environment on earth around you and the nature around you. And sometimes you don't quite know how to connect on that natural level. But if you go really, really far out there in meditation and go bug Neptune, for example, then you'll be able to sort of come back to this world back to your body, back on earth, <laughs> resume your everyday sort of life. And you seem to be able to talk to the immediate world around you much, much easier. So the idea that energy is far away or super close seems to fade away. And that's hopefully what we're going to do with the meditation today. Um, there is a wave action of being connected and disconnected, which you're kind of already hearing in my voice. Um, somehow being separated and then whole again. So there is kind of this back and forth with that Neptune energy. And how this started for me was that earlier in my life, I was noticing Jupiter again and again in my own astrology chart. I started having dreams of talking to, to Jupiter, and that evolved into meditations and jumping into these planets and uh, trying to figure out what the energy was about the planets themselves and my relationship to them. And obviously, there's many more planets and stars out there, but you got to start somewhere. <laughs> so I thought I'd start bugging the usual suspects in our solar system. And so now it's like a family that I belong to. So Jupiter to me is like this big dad, grandfather type, you know, cracking jack dad jokes and having a good time. Um, more of an encouraging force. And then Saturn to me, you know, it's always been sort of depicted as a male, but to me, it's like a great aunt that you're trying to impress, but you're really dazzled by their talents. <laughs> so the gender thing kind of falls away for each of these planets. So, um, you know, it'll pre they'll present themselves to you in, in different ways. Uh, Pluto for me is like a rich uncle that you never know how he got to be a billionaire, but he has this folk singer rock star kind of attitude about him and you want to hear everything he's going to say, but he only says a few profound words and like, that's it. <laughs> and then Mars and Venus to me are like these cousins that are always joking around. And the Mercury is, is like a sister or brother that you just accept no matter what they do. Uh, Uranus is like that shocking family member not a black sheep, but a shocking family member. Um, but they have a heart of gold. Like you never know what they've gotten themselves into 
there's always some sort of story <laughs> when they have a heart of gold. Um, and then if you're the one representing Earth in this family, then who is Neptune to you in this sort of family atmosphere? And um, sometimes I've noticed that there's different planets that sort of become like a background family member. Um, and sometimes they're, you know, really well known to me. So who is Neptune to you? And maybe you have an answer. Maybe you have a lot of connection to Neptune. Um, so we're going to take a look today around your space and we're going to see what other planets sort of drop off or hide. Or if you can't remember them, that's a good clue to check out uh, the planet in meditation. And today we're going to pick on Neptune, uh, but you can do this for any any planet. And we'll start to figure this out sort of in a little nice, gentle way. So first, some back ground waves on the meditation. Um, so the planet Neptune, and I've sort of said this before in other shows, the planet Neptune has been around, uh, discovered in 1846, I think. And uh, yes, it was officially seen through a telescope in 1846. Um, but it actually had a ma mathematical calculation that was done before they actually saw it. So there's something about science in Neptune, um, which is something that's not always talked about. Um, other planets sort of get assigned with that sort of scientific sort of realm, like maybe Uranus. Um, Neptune has a super long orbit through the signs, about 165 years. And like most planets, it kind of does this uh, jumping into the new constellation, and then it does a little retrograde, and then it goes back into that constellation and stays there for a long time, like 12, 13 years or so. Um, and right now, Neptune... Uh, is in Pisces until 2025, which seems like a long time away, but it's really only kind of like four years. So we are getting hints already of the age of Aquarius. And so you might want to do a little research about what that means for you. And uh, there's many schools of thought uh, about when they say that officially starts. Um, it could be when Pluto moves um, out of Cap out of Capricorn in 2024. Um, it could be when Neptune moves into Aries in 2025. This is kind of the first time ever <laughs> this is happening, which is why the calculations are kind of all over the place. Um, but Neptune is the eighth planet from the sun. It's the first planet uh, that also has Neptune sort of moving inside its orbit. And it uh, can Pluto can sort of move inside Neptune's orbit for about 20 years or so. Um, and it kind of pushes Neptune out of the way in the order distance from the sun. Um, and this did happen back in 1979. So um, Pluto sort of crossed Neptune's orbit uh, February 7th, 1979. And temporarily became the eighth planet from the sun. So this kind of pushing Neptune out of the way, Pluto getting some, some press <laughs> and then moving back. Pluto crossed back over Neptune's orbit again, February 11th, 1999. So for those 20 years, what was happening to you? Um, you might want to take an inventory and see what these cosmic forces might've been doing to your chart and kind of what changes were happening in your world. So Neptune, Pluto, and Jupiter in mythology are all brothers. So this kind of pushing each other out of the way, the orbits and how astronomers sort of pick these mythological names is, is pretty amazing how they kind of line up to the astrology. But uh, still, what was going on for 20 years between 1979 and 1999? So uh, then uh, you might also know this already, but Neptune was named after the Roman god of the seas. So it seems very watery, but I do notice that there's this sort of piece of energy between sort of uh, what we would consider like an air sign and a water sign. And I still sort of see Neptune sort of sitting in between that space, kind of right on top of the water with the uh, earth, um, sort of air element is meeting that watery sort of world. So 
you might want to check that out. Uh, Neptune has 14 known moons, um, and they have all sorts of sea god names and nymphs names from Greek mythology. And the largest moon is called Triton. And uh, that was also discovered in 1846. But Triton is the only moon that's actually like a sphere um, of all the Neptune moons. And uh, it actually orbits sort of backwards to how Neptune is orbiting. So if Neptune's going right, Triton is going left around Neptune. And that's kind of unusual. So you might want to check out a meditation, some of these other moons. There's a lot going on with them. And Neptune does have rings like Saturn that kind of come and go. Uh, so that's another sort of element. And you might see that in meditation as we're kind of getting out there uh, in the cosmos to see Neptune. So there's a couple of other dates that I'm going to throw at you that you might want to take a look at maybe after this meditation, kind of what was going on. Um, but we've seen sort of Neptune going back and forth in Libra and Scorpio from about 1943 to 1955. Neptune was in Libra. Then it goes back and forth between Scorpio and Libra. And then it hangs out in Scorpio from 1956 to 1957 for about nine months. Then it jumps back into Libra again for like two months. And then we get Neptune and Scorpio for like 13 years from 1957 to 1970. So like what was going on? You might want to sort of see if you can sort of track any of the Neptunian energy happening then. And then uh, it does the same thing with kind of jumping into Sagittarius, going back into Scorpio, and then going back into Sagittarius. So the next sort of 14-year increment happened between 1970 to 1984. So you might want to look at that sort of Neptune and Sagittarius energy. There's a lot of storytelling that's sort of happening. Um between 1970 and 1984 that uh, people are talking about like the hero's journey, Star Wars, all of that. Um, and then we get Neptune and Capricorn going back into Sagittarius then hanging out in Capricorn from 1984 to 1998. So that's another sort of big chunk of time to take a look at. And then later we're getting into almost the 2000s here. So Neptune goes back and forth between Aquarius and Capricorn, and it was in Aquarius from 1998 to 2011 for 13 years. So that might be an easier sort of block of time to look at. So then what happens? Oh, my God. So Neptune goes back and forth between Pisces and Aquarius. And right now Neptune is in Pisces, and it will be there. It was there from 2012 to 2025. So you might want to take a look at sort of what's been happening over the last couple of years and see if you can pinpoint any of the Neptune sort of energies. In meditation, we're going to climb into um, what I'm calling a little champagne bubble. And we're going to speed on over to Neptune. And eventually, we're going to beam that Neptunian energy back to ourselves. We've done this in other meditations with the sun. Um, and you might want to notice that there's lots of different areas on Neptune that you can hang out in. What we will be doing is climbing into uh, sort of that top axis of Neptune. It doesn't lie on its side, but it's kind of about like this... 45, 47 degree angle. So you might want to look for that axis uh, as we're going out there. Pretty soon, once you're in meditation, the analytical mind starts to quiet down and drop away. So you won't really need to worry about exactly where the axis is. But we usually use that as a way to just jump into the planet. So uh, there are some archetypes with Neptune, and if Neptune is the brother of Jupiter, which is making things bigger, jovial sort of energy, and Pluto um, is getting into all sorts of trouble <laughs> in mythology, where does Neptune sort of sit if they're all brothers? So you might want to sort of look at some of those archetypes as you're out there. Um, but Neptune is creative. It is about sound and illusion. Uh, there's lots of sort of musical elements to Neptune. 
um, and we mentioned the science before, there's something to that kind of inspiration type of uh, sort of energy coming out of Neptune. Um, it has some higher octave influence, like a giant Venus. Um, and so we're going to sort of jump inside, see what's up, maybe get a healing. And you can always return to this meditation and explore the Neptune moons as well. So, all right, with that, we're going to get ourselves set up for meditation. And as we do that, we're going to take a deep breath. And we're going to start to settle back into that space behind our eyes, center of the head. We call it our third eye, but it's a whole energy center there the center of the head. You might have a very big comfy chair for yourself as you sort of sit there as a spirit. I'd like you to just take another deep breath and just pull that aura, that energy around your space really close to the body. It can be about two feet above you, below you, and all sides. You might want to just have this aura have a little bubble around it. And that'll be our little champagne bubble. It'll be lightly yellow. A little bit sparkly. We're just going to keep that there. And even though we're traveling sort of out of body, we're still going to ground from the base of the spine to the center of the earth. And just allow that energy to sort of form a column of light from the base of the spine to the center of the earth. Just going to allow some of that earth energy to start to bubble up through the soles of the feet. Through the legs, to the hips, to that first chakra. And it starts to bubble up the base of the spine, up to the top of the head. We're just letting that earth energy start to flow and make its loops around your space. Some of that energy starts to splinter off at the throat, over the shoulders, down the arms and out the palms of the hands. The other thing we're going to do is we're going to connect to that central sun. I kind of left out the sun in my discussion earlier, but the sun's always there. We call it our cosmic light. So let's just bring in some of that solar energy through the top channels above the head, at the crown, and start to let that sort of cosmic light start to flow down the back channels. Down to the base of the spine, up the front channels. As it does this, it mixes with earth energy. Just allows some of that cosmic energy to flow over the shoulders. Down the arms and out the palms of the hands. Just notice that earth and cosmic energy can flow together through that fifth chakra at the throat, sixth chakra center of the head, and out the crown chakra top of the head. There we go. So as we just sort of let this energy run for a couple of seconds here. We're going to leave this in place, cosmic and earth energy running. And I'd like you to just sort of come back to that space in the center of your head. And this is actually the place that we're going to leave our bodies. I'd like you to just imagine just a mini you that's out in front of you in its own little bubble.
You can think of it as a little spaceship. It can just be a bubble to you, however you'd like it to be. You can see everything from the front and the sides and the back of you, above and below you. One of the things we'd like to have in our little bubble is a little gift for some of the folks that we might meet out in Neptune. Sometimes when we get out there, we uh, view the planet as a whole being. Sometimes uh, there's individuations of spiritual beings that come and say hello. So I'd like you to just imagine either you're bringing some flowers, you're bringing a little gift of a crystal from Earth, but you're bringing a little earthly gift to, to uh, the folks on Neptune. So I'd like you to make sure you have your nice little gifts ready to go. Great. Doesn't need to be gigantic. You just need something. Great. So I'd like you to just notice this little space of energy that you are in this mini you that is outside of your aura for now. In this little bubble of energy, might look like a champagne bubble. look more like a little spaceship however you view that and I'd like you to start to push off from where you are you might be lying down or sitting down in your home space and I'd like you to just sort of shove off so you're looking down at the space where you just were And just notice that the earth starts to fall below your feet. Maybe you can see your whole town or your whole state. And as that bubble starts to get a little bit more distance from the earth, you start to see whole parts of the earth now. And just keep noticing that the earth is getting smaller and smaller below you. You might notice the moon. You might notice other planets. You might see other bubbles around you of other folks doing this meditation at the same time. You could just wave. You can talk to them later. I'd like you to just start to make your way over to Neptune. You might notice a Saturn along the way. Maybe a Jupiter. But this is a place of uh, new time and very fast space. <laughs> so as you make your way closer to Neptune, you might notice a giant blue orb out in front of you and it's getting closer and closer. You might notice other rock-like objects around it. Some of those moons that we talked about. You might notice as we get closer that you can see sort of an impression of an axis where you might want to start to drop into inside that Neptune planet. And as you get closer, you might notice that that bubble around you is getting maybe thinner. Maybe you can see farther. There might be some changes happening to it as it embraces that Neptunian energy, you might feel it as a fog. 
It might be very buoyant. And just notice that you're dropping through the center of Neptune. It might be a column of light. It might be very dark. And then just notice that that bubble is starting to find a landing spot. You might notice that it's landing softly. And it might look different than what you could have ever imagined. Before you start to get out and move around, just notice from that bubble kind of the colors that you're seeing here. Notice the landscape. There could be buildings, there could be mountains, or things that look like those things. You might notice different water elements. You might notice giant crystals. You might notice animals or animal-like things. I'd like you to just notice that you came prepared. You have a gift for these Neptunians you might meet. You can start to exit out of that bubble for now. And you can just sort of start to walk around this space. You might notice different sort of elements of beings that might be greeting you. They might just look like energy. They might look mechanical. Whatever that is, I'd like you to just sort of notice again the colors, sort of the motion as you're starting to take your first steps here. You can hand out your gifts that you might have brought to whatever those energies are. And if they're just sort of wisps of energy, you can just sort of set them down on the ground that you're walking on. I'd like you to notice that you might have felt this way before. And if you have any sort of memory of this place can just continue to just keep taking your walk. Through this central Neptune space. You might be greeted by many beings as you continue to walk. You might be noticing that you have more space, less beings around you, and maybe you're more focused on the landscape. If you see a temple off into the distance, I'd like you to just imagine yourself there now. you'd like to be in communion with these other beings that you've seen, you can move off into that direction now. Either way, you can accept a healing. 
sometimes this energy as you receive it might be sort of a memory coming back to you. Or you might feel different parts of your body being worked on. Or you might feel full and expansive. Just notice the space. you're in this sort of temple-like structure, you might notice that you already know how to sort of behave in this structure. You already kind of know what to do. And if you're talking with beings, you already kind of know what is happening with the conversation. And if you'd like to ask for something specific, uh, some kind of help that you might need, you can do that now. Okay, so I'd like you to let these beings sort of lead you to this area where it's kind of watery, seems like it's kind of a lake. It might feel a little bit differently, but I'd like you to experience that substance. And if you're at the temple, I'd like you to sort of move over to this area by this water-like substance. And once you're there, you can put your hands in it. You can take a walk through it. You can walk all the way in. You can just walk a few steps. Just sort of notice the space. Notice the landscape, the horizon. Is the water-like substance clear? Does it have a color? Great. So I'd like you to continue on your journey of this discovery of Neptune. I'd like you to make your way back to another place. And it's kind of like a patchwork quilt, but it's actually a ground covering. It's kind of like a field. It's kind of in the central area.
You might notice other beings in this place. They're kind of all walking around doing their thing. You might notice some that come running up to you. You might notice other animal-like creatures. You might notice that on this sort of ground area that has many colors, you might notice that it's very calm here. I'd like you to just sort of notice that you can really feel what that Neptune energy is like from being here. you to just notice that you can take a very deep breath here in a way that maybe you can't on earth. And I'd like you to just continue to keep breathing in this way, this Neptunian way. And as you breathe in, you might notice different colors that are coming into your space. You might actually hear it. There might be different sounds that you're actually hearing as you breathe. As you continue to do that, just take a look around and see what else you sort of notice, other areas you'd like to explore. like you to notice that there's this hill behind you and I'd like you to start to making your way up that hill up to the top and as you kind of reach this top of this hill space and you can see the water below that patchwork quilt type of energy below you might notice that you're here on top of this hill, kind of looking at everything. I'd like you to notice that there is this central spot and it looks like there's a, a type of flame, but it's not hot, but it's an energy that you can see swirling around. I'd like you to just sort of notice that space. Notice how big that energy is. Notice what it's doing. Is it gathering energy? Is it sending energy out? Is it healing you? Are you contributing to that energy. You might notice that you can put your hand up or your hand out and see what happens.
you notice that energy start to swirl around you, that's okay. You can do whatever you would like with it. Great. So I'd like you to make your way back to where you might have left your bubble from when we first arrived here. And before you step inside, I'd like you to say goodbye. And I'd like you to tell your Neptune beings or the Neptune planet itself that you'll be back. I'd like you to say thank you. I'd like you to get yourself firmly in that bubble again. We're going to start to float up through that access. And out to where we can see Neptune below us. Great. So we're going to make our way back to Earth. And I'd like you to just notice how suddenly everything is speeding up. There's planets flying by. You can see stars, nebulas. Maybe you just flew past Saturn again. Just notice that moon that you know so well. You might notice the sun off into the distance as you make your way back to Earth. And once suddenly you see that blue-green orb, I'd like you to find your spot on the planet. Start to make your way back to where your home space is. And as you start to settle back into that space, I'd like you to just imagine that you're in that space again behind your eyes. You're letting that sort of champagne bubble sort of wrap around your whole aura of your body. You might notice that your body's still grounded. You still are connected to the sun. So you still had cosmic and earth energy running the whole time. And when you're ready, you can come up and out of meditation. And we're gonna take a little break. We'll talk some more about Neptune when we come back. Hi, this is Christy Walsh. We hope you're enjoying the surf today. Come find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing, on SoundCloud or Facebook at Surfing the Psychic Waves, and check out the archives on inflowradio.com. I would love to hear what waves are surfing right now. For live shows, here's the number to call. 1-760-456-7277. That number again, 1-760-456-7277. And we're back surfing the psychic waves. And we're back from Neptune. So earlier in the show, we did this out-of-body meditation, and I hope all of you are back. 
So we won't be going back into meditation, but I'd like you to do a check on your space. So as we went out into the cosmos, you might have seen other folks that might have participated in this meditation. And even if you come back to it, you might see other folks in their bubbles. So we were using a champagne bubble to kind of move us around. Uh, in the past, we've used uh, something called a Merkaba, which is like this six-pointed star, and it gets very three-dimensional, and it's pretty cool. Um, but for today, we kept it really simple with just a bubble around our space. So today, we did use the six chakra to sort of leave our space, and we just imagine this mini version of ourselves in this bubble, and that's how we left. Um, and there's many ways to leave your body. This is just one of them. Um, and you're trying to keep it light, and yet you will notice that it was a very heavy trance state once we got there out into Neptune. So I would encourage all of you to do this again. Um, sometimes the first time is like, wow, that was a big blast. And then you do it a couple more times. You're like, oh, yeah, that's a temple thing. That's the hill thing. <laughs> but there's so much more to explore. Um, so we didn't do the outside of Neptune, which you can always do sort of the surface. Uh, there's different energies that are happening there. Um, going inside the planet gives you that feeling of Neptune. And I think all of you are getting that feeling that it was very grounded and very fluid. Um, as far as uh, water and animals and all of those other things we were looking at, um, the, my words aren't actually capturing what I was seeing. Um, we're all probably seeing something a little slightly different. Um, so I was trying to keep the words generic, but you'll notice uh, the more you kind of travel out there to Neptune that there will be different beings that will come to you and uh, or you'll want to go to them and it becomes a two-way street. I would recommend that every time you go out there into the cosmos doing an out-of-body meditation that you do bring a gift, whatever that is, if it's a some type of offering of a oops um of a rose or a crystal or i don't know a piece of chocolate like anything that uh, you would consider a gift uh, you can bring with you so at least you're trying to uh, show these other beings um that you are a friend and usually that's what happens but sometimes we are um, surprised by some of the energy this, that we run into. And uh, this usually helps everybody sort of to get on the same page. Um, the more you do this kind of out-of-body travel, the more interesting energies you meet. And um, sometimes you're going to run into an energy that you're like, whoa, what is that? Um, and sometimes that pulling back um that tiny little twinge of fear doesn't help anything. But if you have a gift, at least you can <laughs> show that you're a friend. And then, like, everything sort of settles back down. You can continue with the meditation. Um, so sometimes our analytical minds get in there. They start making sort of us versus them kind of thing. And we want to stay out of that. Um, but like I say, if your body is getting triggered in some way, you kind of have that reaction. And it's just natural. But if you bring a gift then you're telling the universe that you're trying to be friends with everything that you're going to meet. Um, I'm not quite sure exactly where I got that from earlier in my training. I think that's where I got it from, but um, I actually can't remember now, but it's always served me really well. So Neptune as a planet is very, I don't know how to phrase it correctly. It's a little bit um, of that, illusionary sort of force where you're you think you're looking at something in a certain way but it's really something different and so um it is an energy you want to kind of revisit get back into meditation check it out uh if you notice by going to like a jupiter or a mercury it's kind of a little bit more um easier to identify what's mercury energy or a jupiter energy uh, Neptune's a little more squishy. Even if you go out to Pluto, um, it's very architectural there. <laughs> 
And uh, we have done that on the show. There's a couple of other shows in the archives uh, where we've gone to several different planets in one meditation. And uh, that's always really fun. But uh, a lot of us, as you heard earlier in the show, have been affected by Neptune energies. But until it sort of um, surfaces, you don't really notice it because the planet is so far out there. Um, But we've had a lot of, you know, NASA events happen with Neptune. We have a lot of pictures now. We have so much more information. We know a lot about the moons now. So there's a lot more information coming to light about Neptune. So I'd encourage you to to get back out there in your bubble and uh, check out that kind of Neptune experience. And like I say, that it's everything from kind of this really high scientific sort of nature, very healing, and then it kind of, you know, kind of rounds out into some of the other sort of more negative things that we've heard about Neptune over the years about having to do with addictions and stuff like that. But um, if you focus on kind of that creative side of Neptune, I think that sort of shows you way more about the planet itself. Um, the other thing that you can do is go back and just sort of get into that meditation space and really focus on the sounds um, and any of that musicality having to do with Neptune. That um, really is like kind of a different experience of the meditation. So I thank you for being brave uh, visiting Neptune. We have done it before, but it was really fast and it's kind of hard to get into it. You need a little bit of time with, with Neptune and hopefully one day Neptune will be your friend if it's not already. So I hope you had a really good time out there. You really got to experience that Neptunian energy. It's very calm, very calming. So uh, let me know how it goes. And up next, we have Venus Andrift and then Summer Mixtrap. Stay tuned on Inflow For surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com. You can find me on Twitter at Christina Surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on SoundCloud or on Facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing. This show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.